We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Kits and Wagers. I'm Adam Zadroig, joined by Chris Owen to discuss Game Week 28 in the Premier League. Unfortunately, we only have seven matches to talk about. Fortunately, I'm coming off. Um, I've hit seven straight bets. Chris is, I think you're nine and three in your last 12, or you're around there, something like that. But I think you were one and two. You were one and two last week, but are you ready to get back in the positive? Yeah, we're back to it this week. A uh, bit of a, for me specifically, not the best week last week. I think I went, I went one and two, and then our parlay missed on my bet too. So uh, you're, we're just going to get right back to it, but that's the name of the game here. We're just giving out bets, and hopefully they hit. And most of all, yeah, it's big weekend, a big week overall. We've had some Champions League matches. We have some FA Cup matches. We've got seven Premier League matches this weekend course there's a lot of other leagues going on but we're uh what we do here is the premier league so down to discuss a little bit of that and some uh, there's one or two matchups that are truly disgusting to me but uh, we're going to get into them and uh excited to discuss once more here on this beautiful thursday morning yeah i was looking at our our records page here if you want to check that out it's on rotowire but uh the the interesting thing for this week, we're talking Arsenal Crystal Palace. One of your best records is Arsenal at seven and three, and Crystal Palace here at one and three. So we got we got some opposites attracting here. So uh, hopefully, you will, get that Crystal Palace record up. I will say I was zero and three on Crystal Palace before, and now I think I'm <laughs> one and three. So my most recent bet hit. So I think that was a, I think that was a Crystal Palace double chance against Liverpool at home that hit when we last discussed that, but. Uh, yeah well let's get let's get to it let's get into it we got wolves against Leeds, and one of the things so i've been on i've been pretty much full corner bets and this week it seemed like a lot of the odds were at least at DraftKings. there all the value is kind of gone from a lot of these corner bets i'm seeing like minus 120 for over four and a half and minus 120 for under four and a half which is it should be minus 110 on both but sports books are just kind of stealing money apparently they're they're probably losing money because i'm giving out all these winning bets so maybe that's it maybe they realize they change the odds a little bit Uh, but that's where that's where we're at i I still found some corner bets but i kind of had to mix it up a little bit but we got wolverhampton at home plus 130 to win against Leeds, who are plus 235 you got the draw at plus 225 
over two and a half goals is plus 130. Under two and a half goals, minus 160. So goals are not expected. The big news here is Tyler Adams is out with a hamstring injury. And if we look at his game log, how many games has Tyler Adams missed? Not very many. The two matches he missed. It was home against Fulham. They lost 3-2. Home against Manchester City, they lost 3-1. Now they have Weston McKinney in the squad, so he's going to come in and be next to Mark Roca. But what kind of factor do you think that uh, Tyler Adams being out has will have on this match? Yeah, I mean, he's only been there a short amount of time, but he, he's had a pretty big influence on their team. Definitely a big miss for them. It'll, I mean, Mark Rocha has been solid to do when he's coming in, when he's come into the lineup. But yeah, I'm a bit weary of this. But most of all, I think what we got to look at here is Leeds is, if not the worst, towards the bottom in turn, terms of, yeah, they are, they're tied for the least amount of points with Nottingham Forest, West Ham United uh, playing away from home. They've won just one match away from Ellen Road all season. They've got three three draws and then, you know, the rest are losses. So they're not very good away from home. They're heading to Wolves, which, you know, Wolves maybe I, I looked and they're like bottom third in terms of points gained at home. But they're – it's you look at both of those and you, you think that maybe, you know, Leeds missing a Tyler Adams in the, the middle of the field – and just their overall form away from home, it kind of lends to the, all right, let's look at Wolverhampton plus 130 here as, as an interesting bet. But Wolves been a little bit better recently, but still nothing crazy. I think they've dropped three of their last five games. They tied Fulham and they beat Tottenham. Um, that was not this past weekend, but the weekend before. So a, kind of a mixed bag. And generally just they, they've been like slightly better but not too much better. Just enough to give you like, okay, maybe I'll take the muddy line at home. But uh, yeah, that's overall thoughts there. I think this is a low scoring fair too, but I mean, you are you worried without Tyler Adams in the lineup or you think, you know, Leeds can pull points? I think if I wasn't glued to a corner bet because I have to continue corner bets, I would be <laughs> on, well, I would be on Wolves at plus plus one thirty to win. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just looking at some of the most recent results for Leeds and both Wolverhampton. Looking at their past five matches, it's been 1-0, 1-1, 2-0, 1-0. And then uh, last weekend, Wolves lost. First time in a bit there that uh, they went over two and a half goals. They lost 2-1 to Newcastle. And then looking at Leeds United, lost to Everton 1-0, uh, beat Southampton 1-0, lost to Fulham 2-0, Chelsea 1-0. And then this, this one was particularly infuriating last weekend because I had bet on this for the parlay, I think. But uh, they lost to Brighton – or they tied Brighton 2-2 in what, you know, initially I was like, oh, this seems like this seems like a good bet, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, so not a ton of goals. And for, for that reason, I'm actually going to go no on both teams to score at minus 120. Uh, another factor in this, I mentioned that, that uh, leads are really poor away from home. But that also on the other flip side of that, Wolves have the least amount of goals in the league at home. They've only scored 10 goals. I believe it's in 17 matches. So not finding the back of the net. Um, I think what, you know, this could, we'll see, but it could be just a zero, zero draw. It could be a one, zero, um, two nil. And that would certainly hit what, uh, what we're looking for here. But yeah, no, both teams score minus 120. I did, uh, you know, the, the first, as I mentioned at the beginning, top of the show is I did kind of like Wolverhampton um, to money line plus one thirty, but uh, mm-hmm. I don't have the gumption or the the gall to, to take it here. So, all right, before we get going, I guess I should mention, in case you're only listening to podcasts, 
Chris is 38-30-1 and for the season, up $923. These are all on $100 bets. I am 49-23, and up $2,878. Uh, pretty incredible there. In terms of just Wolverham, just, yeah. Just quickly, just a disgusting amount of success for you. Uh, and, you know, if you, ch- you want to check the stats, go back on the shows, check. We do have the article. Um, that has our updated betting records on the website too. But yeah, Adam's just, I mean, corners and wagers here. It's, it's no longer kits and wagers, but let's, uh, I mean, keep it going here this week. Yeah. So in terms of Wolverhampton at home, looking at the recent results, they had the one nil win against Tottenham in which Tottenham controlled it. They lost one nil against Bournemouth in which Wolverhampton controlled it. And then they beat uh, Wol- uh, Liverpool three nil. And then before that it was West Ham one nil. So it's like, these weird matches where they can't they against Bournemouth they struggled to score and then it was the opposite against Tottenham kind of a thing and now I just think I think uh, Tyler Adams not being in the lineup actually kind of helps my bet which is over four and a half corners in the first half again this is minus one twenty five not my not my favorite here uh, the under four and a half is minus one ten so. DraftKings is just stealing money right off the top. I wonder if I'm just going to start looking at other places instead of DraftKings going forward. I know it's best to shop, but it's just really easy just to use uh, the sports book we've been using all season for these odds. So I just think without, you know, throwing Tyler Adams not being in the middle of the field to sniff out things, uh, to snuff out things, however you want to say what he does in there. Sniff also- snuff for sure. <laughs> I also, any snuffing in there. I also think Wolverhampton at home is they're pretty good in terms of getting corners and and going up early kind of a thing. And I think I would I'd be interested to see if this is going to be a little bit of up and down uh, pretty early. It just feels like take out Adams from from leads and they're already a team that kind of like to possess the ball and kind of like to to create opportunities and, and get shots off and then they're away from home. So I wonder, I wonder what the approach for, for Wolverhampton will be with maybe uh, the healthiest they've been all season. Pedro Neto has been back or Al Jimenez is finally getting some starts. So I think this is, you know, this is a relegation battle. So this is almost, you could say this is like a must win spot kind of thing for Wolverhampton. It's at least must not drop three points for Wolverhampton playing at home here. So I think they're going to come out uh, under Lopetegui and and try and get this. So over four and a half corners in the first half is minus 125. Chris's is no on both teams to score. That one is minus 120. Um, yeah, so what you, you mentioned. You, we're you mentioned going 1-0, 2-0 Wolves here for for both yeah. our bets to hit. Yeah, I did look at the the total goal bands too, and I think the one to two goals was pretty reasonable if you wanted to bet that. Um, right around like plus 100, but yeah, interesting that we have. I mean, everyone we got a great title fight going on between City and Arsenal right now. You know, there's a lot of discussion about the top four, some of the European places, but the relegation battle is kind of nutty right now. We have, I mean, this is game week 28, but we do have what is it, eight teams that are all within five points in the table. Um, yeah, Crystal Palace, Wolverhampton, seeing at 27, and then we have Southampton all the way at the bottom with 22. So yeah, two results either way. The either way for any team, you know, could bring them out and <laughs> and put them like you know closer to you know a 12th place, 13th place on the table, which is kind of wild. 
Yeah. Next game we're talking about. Chelsea are at home against Everton. Chelsea are minus 215 to win. Everton are plus 650. And noticing the line movement here, Chelsea were minus 245 about 10 days ago. Now they're minus 215. So it seems like people stopped, are stopping, are not betting on Chelsea as much as they were 10 days ago. I'm not sure exactly Which is why. weird. Yeah, because they've actually been winning. So that is. Yeah, they won three straight in the last 10 days. Oh. That is weird. Uh, then you got the draw plus 330, over two and a half goals, plus 105, under two and a half goals, minus 130. So the thing with Chelsea, I think, is that. So they're actually scoring goals now. Previously, it was, you know, the home loss against Southampton, which they kind of dominated, unlucky to lose. A bunch of matches where they're struggling to score. It's a little bit of positive regression is what is what the people say uh they had they had all these high xg numbers they just couldn't score joao felix hit the post 20 times without scoring something like that now they won three straight now they're at home against everton who have been better under deitch but away from home this is still a pretty tough spot so what do you think's going on in this one yeah i mean DraftKings really uh the odds for the the first, my first impression was like, all right, let's look at the over-unders. And you're getting absolutely no favors on them. You know, you can look at – so a couple of interesting things here is that Chelsea have at home, they've allowed the least – they're tied with Liverpool and Manchester – I'm sorry, tied with Manchester United at eight goals conceded at home, which is um, joint first in the league. And then looking over at Everton's away form and how many – and how they've – how poor they've been in scoring goals. They've only scored eight goals in 16 matches or excuse me, in 13 matches away from home. So between Chelsea being a great defensive side at home and Everton's inability to find the back of the net, I feel like, you know, initially I was like, let's go under. And then I was like, well, we're not getting too many favors there. We're getting the, the unders minus 135. But then you, you look at Chelsea's most recent form. They they have been good. I mean, they scored two against Dortmund. who have been pretty, a really excellent team so far, both in the Champions League and the Bundesliga and then they did the, the game last week against Leicester City who let's be frank is a pretty crappy defensive team that was 3-1 so it's like you can go over you can go head over to the over um two and a half but plus 105 but it's like uh, either way it's it's a tough decision but for me I feel like this is it's got 2-0 written all over it Everton um you know we were it looks like they might be without Dominic Calvert-Lewin again. He's kind of a game-time decision. Um, So I'm going one to two goals, the goal bands, which have have been kind of fun bets. And I've had a a decent bit of success with them, but I'm going that. And what what are the odds here on this one, Adam? What are we looking at here? The Chelsea-Everton. Let's see, game props. Sorry, I didn't put this one in my notes. Uh, Oh, it's, uh, it's plus 105. Yeah, plus one hundred five. So you're just you're getting about even odds. Um, the pl- the two to three goals is intriguing as well. Uh, if you want to go that route, and that was uh, plus one hundred. So you're seeing about even. If you think this is a two goal game, then you know you can go the one to two plus one hundred five or the two to three goals. Um, but I really I really think that Everton are going to probably fail to score here, and I don't think it, the no on both teams to score was wasn't a reasonable amount for in terms of odds. So I avoided that one, but. Uh, that's where I'm at. One to two goals scored plus 105. I think Chelsea are able to get all three points here. Yeah, I I agree. I, I was trying to look at some different odds. I pulled up FanDuel. So the under, the over, it's pretty much the same. It's just like these odds are kind of 
are kind of tough. You got over two and a half goals is plus one Oh eight. And then the under two and a half is still minus one thirty. So it's still, they're still like skimming a lot of money there off the top. And as you can see on the graphic, I agree with Chris's thoughts here. Chelsea money line, kind of low scoring, but I'm actually going over total corners here. Wow. And I had to mix it up a little bit. As you see, yeah. SGP, sure. single game parlay. Because if you look at the corner numbers on both sides, it's just I didn't want to take all three bets like in the minus 120, minus 120, minus 125 range. Uh, what you have, Chelsea minus 1.25 is minus 130. I wasn't going to take that. Probably wasn't going to take the Everton side either. And then same thing with the first half corner bet. So I'm just – I t- put two things together to get plus odds. Uh, so that's my thought process. Chelsea money line over eight and a half corners total at plus 105. And I just – you know, Everton get a fair amount of corners under Sean Deitch. That's just, just what happens uh, when they cross the ball a ton, send balls in, and then, you know, they go out for corners kind of a thing. Chelsea should still get plenty of corners as well. Uh, they'll be, I don't know, 60% possession maybe. Uh, they should control this match a little bit uh, with what Chris was talking about. But I, I, I guess the one way that this bet loses is if, um, Everton just are scoring. Can it either either play for a scoreless draw? I, I guess in Chelsea, you know, go back to their struggles of failing to score, and it's a scoreless draw. I, I guess, or it's another two-two result kind of thing that Everton recently had against Nottingham Forest. So, do you think it's more likely that it'll be two-two or kind of like a scoreless draw? What do you think is more likely of those two results? A scoreless draw, definitely. I mean, there's a big difference in quality between Chelsea and Nottingham Forest. <laughs> Just a little but bit. I, I, you know, and Everton have been pretty poor away from home. So yeah, I mean, it's tough when you when you're better you're better as a parlay, but I'd. Right. I, I like that. I like the fact that you got a little creative here, but yeah, I, the over eight and a half corners that does. I mean, that seems pretty reasonable. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Chelsea money line at home, one three straight. It looks like we're starting to see them kind of rub the engine a little bit. But yeah, I, I'm a little weary on this one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I think the one <laughs> thing that that popped into my mind, uh, just speaking of the score of straw, was that Everton recently played at Arsenal when it looked like I think it would. Everton were kind of getting going for the scoreless draw there. And then right at the end of the first half, Arsenal got a goal and then they kind of put it on in the second half a little bit. I think that finished four now, I want to say. Yeah. So I feel like this, they're going to try and do the same thing here. It just depends on if Chelsea are going to get that goal at some point in the first, in the first 60 minutes, or they're going to, they're going to have a lot of pressure when it's, when it's nil, nil, 70th minute and all the nerves are starting to come in. Uh, so uh, that's, I guess that's the main worry for taking Chelsea money line. Yeah. Interesting. And a little bit of historical context here is that they've kind of traded in terms of, you know, last they played earlier in August. That was one nil uh, last year. Everton won in May. That was one nil. They drew in December one, one uh, Chelsea won two nil the year before and then one zero uh, to Everton. So it's been kind of like reciprocating of, of each team kind of getting results here. The uh, away team only one time as the away team 
one. That was Chelsea earlier in the year. Yeah, those are all the big Thomas Tuchel against Frank Lampard against his old club. All those yeah. big matchups. Yeah, so I will say the away teams won twice in in 14 matches, and that was Chelsea both times. So otherwise, it's mostly – it's pretty much been the, uh, the home team winning here in this matchup. Makes sense. For Arsenal-Crystal Palace, this is the only match on Sunday – uh, I should, I guess, I should say that there is a Friday match. Then there are five Saturday matches, and then this is the only one on Sunday in the Premier League. There are FA Cup matches, so there, I believe they're in the quarters. So there's four FA Cup matches over the weekend. But we got Arsenal home against Crystal Palace. Arsenal are minus three eighty to win. Crystal Palace plus nine fifty. Draw is plus five hundred over two and a half goals. Minus one thirty five under two and a half goals. Plus one ten. Uh, the big thing that just kind of happened yesterday on Wednesday is that Guaita, Crystal Palace's goalkeeper, we'll see if he's going to be ready for this match, but about two hours before their game on Wednesday, it came out that he had a hamstring injury, that he was out, and they had, ended up starting this 19-year-old academy goalkeeper at Brighton. They put up a fight, uh, but I think his name is Whitworth. Um, they lost 1-0, but they actually... They actually probably looked like the better team the first 20 minutes, then Brighton scored, and then it was kind of not too much happened the rest of the way. Uh, So now you got this Crystal Palace team that has been playing for scoreless draws for the past two months. Now they may may start the 19-year-old goalkeeper again, and now they're at Arsenal, the number one team in the league. So do you think it's another aim for a scoreless draw for Crystal Palace, or do you think they kind of go for it a little bit, if that's even possible? Uh, Crystal Palace going for it doesn't feel like a thing that's possible in this season or this, you know, this matchup. For I'm, sure. Yeah, this matchup. I mean, they're going to, I feel like they're going to bunker in Arsenal. Like, I, I just, I'm just going to get out in front of this one and just say that I'm taking the under two and a half goals of plus 105. Uh, Crystal Palace is last in their last 10 games. Nine of them have been under two and a half. Uh, even like looking back at the most recent results, it's been 1 1 against Brentford, 0 0. They held uh, Liverpool, 1 0 against Aston Villa that they lost, 1 0 against Manchester City that they lost, 1 0 against Brighton that they lost. So it doesn't feel like they have the ability to score more than two goals in their team. Uh, it also feels like, you know, against Arsenal, Arsenal, the the, the one weird uh, worry I have here is that Arsenal are like, all right, I'm just, we're just going to just be relentless and score a few goals here. But I like the under two and a half, just how this is how Crystal Palace plays teams. So they, they don't give them much space. They really bunker in, especially in the final third. So I feel like Arsenal are going to enjoy like 65% possession, maybe 70% possession, but ultimately yeah, Crystal Palace will, will hold them out in the final third. I do think Arsenal comes away with a result here, but this game should be pretty low scoring. If you're thinking that maybe, you know, I like Arsenal to win this one 2 0, you can get them uh, minus one and a half at minus 130. That was another one I looked at too. So I think, you know, it should be a problem for them to get points. It, it might be a little gritty. It might be a little bit tough to uh, break down that, that, uh, that final third for them. But, you know, if. If Crystal Palace is even missing their goalkeeper, that definitely gives them a, another opportunity and makes me a little more weary of the under two and a half. But that's where I'm at for this one, and I, I, we'll see. Right. It was a week ago where Crystal Palace played. They were at home against Manchester City. They were minutes away from a scoreless draw, which is basically what they're kind of playing for. Uh, 
They did the same thing at home against Liverpool a couple weeks ago as well. How, how much of a factor here is that those two matches were at home? This one is at Arsenal. How much of a factor do you think that is in, in terms of Arsenal being able to get that, that first goal to, to open things up a little bit? Yeah, I mean, you could say that both. Yeah, they were at home in both those games. But you even look back, again, they played Manchester United in the beginning of February. That They held them to two goals. That was a 2-1 game. But then even that, like Chelsea, they held, held Chelsea. They were away for that. That was one of That was also when Chelsea was, you know, struggling to score goals. But they've done pretty well to hold some of the top teams in the league to, like, to under, you know, to a goal or two goals. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, Arsenal will have a foothold in the match right away. You know, that's that's going to happen. But I don't think that just given Palace's ability to defend, I don't think that this one's going to get away from them. And we've seen that against they've played, you know, Chelsea, United twice. They played Brighton. They played City. They played Liverpool. And they held all of those teams, you know, to, to one or two goals max. All right. It's been you look at all those matches it's like well all those are pretty difficult matches and they weren't like completely dominated i mean depends how you want to look at it i guess they they didn't allow a ton of goals uh, because they were dominated by possession and they had limited opportunities in a lot of those games but uh, we'll see how many times we talk about crystal palace in the next month (laughs) or so but they have leicester city leeds southampton everton Wolves, West Ham, those are like their next five or six matches. And then to close the season, uh, Bournemouth and Fulham. So we just got all these difficult matches. Uh, I'm probably going to be looking at Crystal Palace coming out of the international break. I assume they're going to take a little bit of a different strategy uh, than the the sit-back approach because of the difficult schedule. So that's something I'll be be looking at. Uh, Usually in cases like that, the odds just don't – the odds just – don't really kind of look at that thing. So we'll see what we can get for Crystal Palace money lines or maybe some Crystal Palace corner bets as well. Um, so Chris has under two and a half goals at plus 105. I'm taking another single game parlay uh, because Whoa. the odds the odds are, you know, not, not what I want again. So you got uh, – well, I mean, I guess I could have just done under four and a half corners in the first half. That's minus 110. Uh, so I – Guess I could have done that, but we'll just risk it with Arsenal money line uh, to get a little more money. So Arsenal money line plus under four and a half corners in the first half. That's plus 120. And if you don't trust the Arsenal money line, kind of similar. If you don't trust the Chelsea money line, just take the corner bet by itself. Obviously less money when you're doing that. But in terms of the corner bet, kind of what we were saying, Crystal Palace are just kind of, kind of, not kind of bunkered down a little bit. And the hope is that it's just not Arsenal getting eight corners in the first half, hoping, hoping that they don't, they aren't crystal Palace aren't completely like sitting on their back foot. Hopefully they're, they're midfield. They've been going with like a four, three, three, which has kind of helped to some extent. Shalup, Decore, Lakanga in there. I think it was what my, it was yesterday against Brighton. They didn't allow a corner to Brighton in the first half. They only allowed one corner to Brighton, and Brighton are one of the top teams at getting corners. So just another kind of spot where, where hopefully they they limit what Arsenal can do early on, and then 
if it's scoreless at the half, then then in the second half is maybe when Arsenal kind of kind of ramp up the pressure kind of a thing. So Arsenal money line under four and a half corners in the first half, plus one twenty, and then Chris has under two and a half goals, plus one hundred five. So we got these two single game parlays. I maybe only done one once before this season. Uh, which one of these Chelsea Arsenal money lines is going to lose here? Chelsea. <laughs> I, yeah. I think our, yeah, I think you're good on the Arsenal money line. I, I mean, like both teams, both teams are at home, so that helps a lot. But uh, at least you're not taking like a, a, a you know, way team in a money line bet, which I feel like is sometimes even more dangerous. But yeah, I think Chelsea would be my bet. But I think you're safe with both. Um, Arsenal feels like a pretty good bet money line. You're the corners whisper, so. I'll leave the corners chatter up to you, but I, from a, just a purely money lines perspective, I, th- I think Arsenal's a little bit safer bet. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You have a secret corners bet as well as we as we get into this. <laughs> we get- <laughs> yeah, we, we're about to hit our parlay. And I was kind of searching around it. I was like, ah, maybe I'll toss a little. Just I did, uh, a bonus bet in. And uh, okay, we'll you know, I'm, not the, I'm not the corners whisperer, so... This is maybe my first attempt. Or this might be actually be my second, second attempt, attempt because I think I made one earlier this year and yeah. failed at it. And I just immediately moved off of it. So not an official bet, but a bonus bet. So the team parlay is eight and sixteen. We're still up four hundred and sixty-five dollars because it is a parlay, and we always do more than plus two hundred odds. We almost cut this after the World Cup break, but we hit the final one before the World Cup break. And and now we're eight and sixteen, but we're still at money. So uh, we're also still both of us are still positive. I'm twelve, eleven, and one. Chris is thirteen and ten on these. And you're looking at this Friday match. So hopefully you're listening to the show uh, before this Nottingham Forest are home against Newcastle. I'm also going to have a bet on this one in my article. So make sure you check out the article. But Chris, first leg of the parlay. What do you want to do in this spot? Yeah, a Friday, Friday bet here. So, you know, get that Friday feeling as you head into the weekend with a nice part of the first part of the parlay. But I was looking at it's uh, I believe it is this game is at Nottingham Forest, right? So, yes, city Newcastle's, ground, city ground. Um, Newcastle's been one of the better teams defensively all season. Nottingham's been pretty OK at home in terms of goal score. They scored. Uh, what is it? 17 goals in 13 matches. So been able to find the back of the net. Um, Newcastle, on the other hand, away from home, they've been uh, one of the best. They have been the with Arsenal the best defensive team away from home. They've only conceded nine goals in 12 matches. So someone's got to give here. I think just the way that Newcastle have played, they each game is like a 2-0 
one 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 you know one oh type of type of match i mean aside from the two one i think i missed on this newcastle bet last weekend but um i'm actually going to go under two or no on both teams to score at minus 120 i think newcastle are probably able to take this one one oh or two oh or you know maybe it's a nil nil draw but I don't see a, a place here where Nottingham's able to break down the Newcastle back line. I think I did look at the the under two, and the under didn't offer enough in, from a from a odds perspective for me to be like, all right, this this is part of my parlay. In minus fact, one thirty five, minus one thirty five. So yeah, our cusp is about one thirty minus one twenty five, minus one thirty. So I, I wanted this, but it wasn't available. So I went no on both teams to score. So <laughs> I've got two no on both teams to score bets this weekend, which is. Uh, you know, is that does that give you concern at all? Uh, you're the BTTS guy, <laughs> the whisper BTTS <laughs> whispers. Is that what yeah, you're calling yeah. it here? Uh, yeah, yeah, whispers. You know, like some people are dog whispers, some people are corners <laughs> whispers. I guess I'm the BTTS uh, whisper. Both teams but, are uh, whisper. Yeah. So, like I said, um, Newcastle's only given up nine goals away from home. Four of those. You know, looking back, have come two against Liverpool, two against City. Nottingham Forest, as I said earlier when we discussed Chelsea, are not Manchester City and they're not Liverpool. So I think Newcastle is able to, able to keep them out of the back of the net and maybe, you know, they score a goal or two. But I do want to give a special shout out, shout out to, um, uh, to Newcastle here on a, on a bet, uh, on a corners bet. I think they're over to, um, over to five and a half corners is minus 130 so that's my only that's my only uh, shout out that i'm gonna give here over five and a half yep minus 130 okay yep so i think newcastle second in the league and corners taken um they're probably gonna take it to nine and a half quarters this weekend and i think you know they can get six quarters in a game yeah, I have a different corners bet in my article, um, but I also – I'd look at race to seven corners for Newcastle uh, just in a situation where it is scoreless entering the 60th or so minute. You got to think Newcastle will probably start start pushing a little more and Forrest will kind of start sitting back and hoping for the scoreless draw, and that's when Newcastle get 10 corners kind of a thing. So uh, you can get some pretty good odds on, on something like that if you want to do like a race to seven, race to nine – park single game parlay that with the under kind of a thing with that with that mindset so uh something i i kind of like to do when you're, you're kind of game scripting things out but uh, one thing another thing in your favor here as we can see in this line movement nottingham forest were plus 360 like a week ago uh let me double check march 7th so yeah about 10 days ago now they're plus 450 uh, to win and as we can see, so Brennan Johnson, probably not going to start, probably not going to play, picked up an injury last weekend. Chris Wood also, he is out with a hamstring injury. Iwani is still out. They still got a bunch of guys out. And we could see like Scarpa, their new signing from Brazil back in the starting 11. Emmanuel Dennis has, has kind of been relegated to a bench role. He could be starting again. Uh, Jesse Lingard also started last weekend. So there are some doubts uh, involving Forrest's attack because Brandon Johnson has arguably been their best their best striker this season alongside uh, Morgan Gibbs-White. So I like that side of the bet there. In terms of my bet, man, it was a tough week. So we marked down the three matches we want to talk about. So I, so I mark those teams off in terms of my article. So I have four games to look at for my article. I wrote some bets down for that article. And then after that, I have to get to this 
this team parlay. So this is this is far down the list. We only have seven games to go with. Um, but I got Bournemouth plus one corner. Yes, I'm betting on Bournemouth corners, which is probably which might be one of the dumbest things I've ever done. Uh, they're probably they're probably last in the league in terms of corners. But Bournemouth plus one corner in the first half against Aston Villa is minus one twenty five. Chris is nodding at fours. Newcastle, no on both teams. The score bet is minus 120. That is plus 230 odds. So just in terms of this bet is, I guess I hope that uh, Hamed Traore returned to training uh, today, I believe. The hope is that he's starting again because he's been pretty good when when playing. I believe Tavernier is still out, so that's not great. But Aston Villa has been... Under Emery, they play different home than they do away. From the surface, this just seems like a match where Villa probably dominate possession and have more corners. But Villa don't get a lot of corners. And I'm just hoping that it could be like a 1-1 corner kind of thing, 2-2 corner kind of thing, to where Bournemouth get a couple counters. And it's not like Villa are a team that that love to possess the ball a ton. Um so if like Triori's in there, you got Utara, you got Anthony, you got these wingers and Lerma and Billing. Those guys are healthy. Lerma's healthy again. Uh, you throw all that together, and this is just kind of like a prayer of a bet to bet on Bournemouth <laughs> corners. But plus one, it's just because Villa play differently at home and they don't get a ton of corners. So. Let's ride with it. I, I I don't like it that much, but I like it enough to give it out to the people. So let's let's win this one plus two thirty odds on the parlay. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Aston Villa and Bournemouth rank uh, second to last and and fourth to last in terms of corners uh, all season long. Uh, Villa has a one hundred corners, I believe, on the season, and Bournemouth has ninety three. So. We're we're not gonna see a lot of corners. So I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad you didn't hit like a total goal, a total corners bet here. But yeah, it feels like a roll of the dice. And uh, you know, this is a this is a betting show after all. So uh, I guess we have to do this. But uh, yeah, maybe you know, I, I feel like it's often opposites where you feel confident in a bet and you're like, and then it just just crashes. Whereas you know, maybe we're a little weary of these bets here. You know, smaller smaller size of games to pick from. But you know. Uh, We'll see what happens. We'll yeah. Some success. If you don't like this, you could go under four and a half in the first half. That one is fine, but we'll see. The, I, I don't like, I just don't like betting Aston Villa corner bets in general. So we'll see what happens. But that's all we got for game week 28. Uh, kind of ends on a sour note as I, I'm not too positive in that bet. But, uh, you know, I've, I've hit seven straight overall and, uh, 49 and 23 for the season. So what can go wrong, right? Yeah, nothing. Nothing can go wrong. Nothing. I'll just go 0 and 4 and still be up up a lot, a lot of money. But yes. Chris, special you got anything? Out. Yeah. What do you yeah, got? Yeah. Special shout out. We're kicking off March Madness this morning. I know Adam is an absolute beast when it comes to college basketball. So you got any content out there? Are you giving any any best bets for the college basketball? You know, I've been really contemplating it. We got two hours before the start of it. Uh, we did a DFS show yesterday, and it's actually in the soccer feed. Uh, long story, but I might do. I might come back with March Madness money uh, just to give yeah. some bets out for the people um, because you know it, it's just uh, it's just the thing I do. 
Uh, even if only 10 people watch it, it's still a little fun to dive through every game and give stupid bets out. So Yeah, totally. You got a favorite? Any teams you like? I mean, you're does Michigan State? I don't. I know nothing about. Fa- favorite to win it all? No, 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 no. We. I, I don't like taking future bets in like a tournament like this because the odds are just not worth it. You get like plus yeah. four hundred uh, on a, on a favorite to win six games in a row. It's just not really worth it when you can just kind of bet it game by game to an extent. So. Wow, that's and that's why you get paid the big bucks here, Rotowire. <laughs> exactly. That's. All those big bucks. Uh, what I mean, we've kind of talked about every game this week. We got Brentford at home against Leicester and Southampton home against Tottenham. Any thoughts on those games? I think those are the only ones we didn't talk about. Uh, no thoughts. I think. Um, no thoughts. Yeah, I mean, Brentford at home, I like, and then um, Tottenham. I just have no idea what to think about Southampton. They lost again. Lost again, right? One up. Yep. Two nil. Two nil. Two nil. So it feels like yeah, that might be another. Another uh, result, tough result. Fortunately, as they find themselves at the bottom of the table. Fortunately, as I was saying about my article, I do have two bets from those matches in my article. It'll be coming out later today. So, so keep nice. an eye on that. But Chris, you can find him at chro 8 on Twitter. I am at RotoZadroik. RotoWire.com slash soccer trial to get all of the soccer content. But thanks for watching Kits and Wagers. Chris, let's, uh, let's have another positive week. I'll be. Yeah, I'll be trying. I'll be kind of glued in. I'm not going to be fully glued in as usual because of the college basketball going on. And, uh, you know, for the Americans, at least it's, it's one of the biggest uh, weeks of the year, depending on where you're actually listening to this from. But Chris, thanks for joining me. Good luck on your bets and we'll see everyone two weeks. we got an international international break coming up. So we got a nice little break uh, to, uh, to go in at seven and zero going into the break. Nice. Thanks, Adam. Cheers. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.